Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Something's got a hold on me lately. Though I don't know myself anymore. Feels like the walls are all closing in. Knocking at my door. Whoa, out of my mind. How many times did I tell you I'm no good at being alone? Yeah, it's taking a toll on me. Trying my best to keep from tearing the skin off my bones. Can I just say 10 out of 10 for musical choice to start off the program? I don't know what to do. I'm a little bit alone. I feel lonesome tonight. Uh, keep that going. Keep that going. Oh, I'm in a new studio. I'm finally in the mothership. It's taken me, uh, how long have we been on here? Over two years? Thanks for all the invites, bosses. I'm finally in the studio. I've had a crash course of about eight seconds. So if I if I take the station off air for weeks um, from here on in, uh, you know who to blame. Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel McCarty, and I am alone today. I'm all alone. Not quite. I can see, I, I met Finn, I met Huckleberry for the first time. Strappingly tall lad as I expected. Um, very diminutive figure, uh, height-wise I am. I make up for it my circumference. Uh, but pleasure to meet him. Um, great to have you, friend. Uh, you're going to have to carry a heck of a load because um, everybody's um, favourite Superman impersonator is not here. I know, it's yeah. very upsetting, but it's what it is. Yeah. I'll fill the shoes today. It's all right. I, I, I love the structure of the studio. I can kind of see you through the window. Yeah, it was an yeah. interesting design choice, but yeah. uh, it works. Just. The desk is very low. It's very, and I can't even operate the chair. I can't even get the chair down. Oh, that's going backwards. Uh, this show's going backwards. I've only just started. 0800 811. Go on, give us a call. Uh, help me out. Let's talk some sport. We always open the lines at this time. Um, I wonder what's on top of our mind uh, as he looks uh, at his notes, which he hasn't really done much of, uh, as I ventured up from Wellington this morning. Uh, why am I in Wellington? Um, I'm, I'm heading to Mount Smart. Sorry, go Media Stadium. Boy, there, there's my first mistake of the day. Uh, double header there. Uh, looking forward to calling the game for Sky Sport, the uh, Wellington Phoenix men against uh, Melbourne City. But that's probably not top of our thinking as far as talking points today. Uh, I I wonder how we're all feeling um, now that it's confirmed. It, it, gee, it's been a lingering story, hasn't it, for a number of weeks? A lingering story. So I don't think any of us were really all that surprised uh, when a uh, release came out from uh, the NZRL. Um, and with that in mind, how about we get to the latest in sports headlines? as we do at the top of the show. It is three minutes after 10 o'clock. This is the Saturday session, minus Grant Elliott, who is unwell. Uh, he sends his apologies. He's also facing the thought of uh, going to Bangladesh tomorrow to cover a, a cricket test series. So um, best best we uh, don't bring him into a, a poorly air-conditioned building and make him uh, feel even worse. So get well soon, uh, Grant. 
But to those aforementioned headlines, less than a month after an historic win over the Kangaroos in Hamilton, Kiwis coach Michael Maguire is out as head coach of the New Zealand Rugby League team. New Zealand Rugby League has confirmed that Maguire is stepping down from the role he's held for the past six years. Maguire has been heavily linked to the vacant coaching position with New South Wales. Origin, of course, seemingly is calling. It's been reported Maguire thought he could do both the New South Wales job and his Kiwi role, while the NZRL thought it was unsustainable. Rather interesting development for sure. Uh, this is also uh, interesting. Uh, controversial formula. Uh, formula. Former, Daniel. <laughs> controversial former. Now I'll get back to serious because this is serious news. South African Paralympic champion Oscar Pistorius will be released from South African prison on parole almost 11 years after murdering his girlfriend, uh, Reva Steenkamp. The man known as Blade Runner shot Steenkamp multiple times through a bathroom door on Valentine's Day in 2013. He later claimed he mistook her for a burglar at their Pretoria home. Pistorius was sentenced by a South African court back in 2016 to serve 13 years and five months in prison. The parole board has set his release for January 5th of next year. Late drama to open round five of the A-League men's competition with Melbourne victory snatching a point against MacArthur Bulls thanks to a 95th minute own goal by Bulls player Yanni Nicolau. Uh, later this afternoon, the Wellington Phoenix men host the Melbourne City side at Go Media Stadium in Auckland, part of a double header before the Wellington Phoenix women take on the top of the table, Perth Glory. And last but certainly not least, star Indian cricket all-rounder Hardik Pandya is set to leave the Titans and return to the Mumbai Indians in arguably the biggest player trade in the IPL's history. Now ESPN Crick Info is reporting the multi-million dollar deal will see Mumbai pay Hardik's salary and an undisclosed transfer fee to the Titans. Uh, Hardik stands to earn up to 50% of the transfer fee. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, Panja uh, started his IPL career with Mumbai in 2015, but has spent the last couple of seasons with the Titans. There you have it, the very latest in sports headlines to six minutes after 10 o'clock. Now, what is coming up on the show, other than plenty of me, which I'm sure you're utterly distraught about, uh, we will uh, be welcoming in a cavalcade of stars, as per usual, and also... Um, Reliving some uh, important interviews from during the week, I'll say. Uh, firstly, we're going to catch up with uh, Sky Sports uh, basketball commentator extraordinaire, the one, the only, uh, Mr Mulligan. Andrew Mulligan uh, will talk to us about the NBA, uh, the in-season tournament, the uh, season to date. Greg Popovich telling his own fans to stop booing. Uh, it has been another colourful week. And I'm not just talking about the courts in the uh, in-season tournament as far as the NBA is concerned. We'll do that later this hour. Uh, coming up after 11 o'clock, uh, Grant and I uh, normally talk uh, cricket with Razine. Uh, we will continue to talk cricket with Razine. Uh, there's just no Grant. So um, like Alison Holst uh, has one prepared in the oven for every cooking show. Uh, I, we will uh, replay our chat or my chat with uh, Neil Wagner just as they departed the Black Caps for a two-test series against Bangladesh. Uh, you'll hear that at about quarter past 11. 
Um, and also on the show after 12 o'clock, uh, big weekend of motorsport, isn't it? Uh, not only in Adelaide uh, for the Adelaide 500 with uh, Shane Van Gisburg and his unlikely, it does seem mathematically, um, he's mathematically in with the chance of winning our fourth Supercars title. Uh, and also we're, we're putting an end to a rather well, fascinating slash equally boring, you could argue, Formula One season. It's, you know, Las Vegas uh, grabbed a lot of headlines. Abu Dhabi, I think they are at this weekend. But, what, 18 wins for Max Verstappen? Incredible. Uh, is he just uh, an incredible dominant force? Is this a one-in-a-lifetime in a type season? Can't really say that. He'd, he held the record for 12 months, didn't he? He beat his own record. Um, so we'll get a, a, a true historian of uh, Formula One to wrap the, the season and look ahead maybe to 2024 if any changes need to be made. We'll do that with uh, the great uh, Bob McMurray. Um, along the way, we hope we hear plenty from you. I, I'm struggling to get my head around the uh, the Starship Enterprise and the desk here. I think that's the phone lines. Uh, our number is 0800 150 You can text us on 8833. Uh, please join in on the conversation. Um, I don't like talking to myself at the best of times. That's why I normally like having Grant alongside me. He is not here, unwell, but uh, uh, league fans... Maybe maybe you've already come to sort of your own conclusion on this, but now that it has been confirmed that Michael Maguire is stepping down, how do you feel about those reports, and I'll repeat that, reports being reported, that the New Zealand Rugby League Board weren't happy with him doing both jobs, the state of origin job? Um, I, I'd be really fascinated uh, to get your perspective on it now, now that it is clear that the Kiwis will have to find a new coach. They they seemingly were onto a good thing, weren't they? I think Michael Burgess, outstanding league writer of the New Zealand Herald, uh, described it that they were coming into a golden age. Well, after a record win against the Kangaroos, things were humming along, but now they, they start again. It, I've seen and read reports that the players certainly weren't against them staying on and possibly doing both roles. Uh, what say you fans? 0800-150-811. You can discuss that. Uh, what else is on the horizon? Well, on Tuesday, Test Match Cricket returns. Not that many of us will be watching it um, you know, on our television screens. I, I still think we have to go down some dodgy uh, YouTube rabbit hole to actually find uh, New Zealand up against Bangladesh. Uh, Bangladesh. Okay, we all know I'm a card-carrying member of the uh, cricketing community. Absolutely love the sport. So, um, But I detect... The way the Black Caps are going, there will be still significant interest in this, even though it is against Bangladesh, who aren't, you know, traditionally uh, one that we sort of, you know, lick our chops at at the prospect of, um, you know, visiting. We haven't played a test there in 10 years, I don't think. It's been a long time between test matches. Um, our, our white ball teams have struggled there. I, I'm not sure how you feel about that side. But the, the rise of Ruchin Ravindra at the one-day World Cup has... Um, has complicated matters, I, I would say. It's complicated matters as far as picking its side to take on Bangladesh. His form was just so outrageously good. How can you ignore him? Well, I guess the counterpoint to that is this has been a fairly successful side and continuity of selection has been really important and continuity of selection... Uh, might be the most important thing, as I try to channel Mona Grant Elliott. I, I know he certainly talks about that a lot. So is, is Ratchet Ravindra an absolute nailed-on starter 
for, for the first test match against Bangladesh? And if so, how do you fit him in? Of course, one of the incumbents from the last time we played uh, test cricket was uh, Michael Bracewell. He's out. What was he batting at? Seven or eight at times. Um, and bowling his offspin. Is Ruchin Ravindra what, a, a top-order batsman first who, who can offer some handy left-arm spin? Um, or do you look to slide him maybe into that all-rounder uh, slot? I, I'll be fascinated to see how that plays out and how you feel. 0800 150 Feel free to uh, jump on board uh, that topic as well. So there's a, a couple of uh, talking points at the top uh, I'm interested in uh, speaking to you about, uh, especially the, the news um, story last night that we have a vacancy to be filled at New Zealand Rugby League. Uh, let's go to the lines. Uh, toll free, you'll get through right now. Uh, send us your text messages. The pithier, the better. Hello, Lyle. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, good, mate. Listen, this decision that uh, to obviously uh, move uh, Maguire on would have to rank with... The only thing I can think of New Zealand League's done is almost as almost as stupid as back in, when a guy called Graham Carden signed them to Super League for three million dollars, said it was a good deal. The next day, the Poms come out and said they got a hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look it up. I've got a good memory with wow. my heritage. Wait, what, what, was that early mid nineties? Was it? Uh, would have been uh, 95 after Super League broke and, of course, uh, Murdoch's crew went and signed up all the other countries. Anyway, wow. without going <laughs> that into is a bad deal. That is... Mr. Card and he had a fall from grace and saw a bit of time in the can. But getting back to Maguire, you know, I've got... Obviously, I'm ringing from Australia yeah. and I've got people over here, customers I talk to, and... One bloke, an ex-footballer, I won't mention his name, he said, what, is the NZRL all on drugs? He could not believe, he kept saying to me, they fired a bloke that got them their best ever win over Australia, and I said, yeah, and when he took over, they just lost to Fiji, the first Tier 1 side, to lose to a Tier 2 side. It's taken a while to rebuild the side. They're on the cusp of a uh, golden era, but... um, it defies logic. And as for this old boys brigade that won't present themselves, I've got a fair idea on who some of them are. Well, sorry, the game will never move forward in New Zealand while you have people uh, governing it with this sort of intellect. Do, do you think it's untidy, though, someone doing an international league job and then yeah, a rep job in another country? Do, do, do you see at least see the semblance of some sort of comp- conflict? Not really, because he's a complete professional. Look, the Australian clubs go to New Zealand each year and get guys like Tohu Harris and other players. And why do they do that, my friend? They do it because they want the very best. To win the competition, whether it be NRL or international, you have to get the very best you can. Go around the globe, right? How many international rugby sides are coached by Kiwis? Because Kiwis are the best rugby coaches. People, yeah, you know, I've heard Kemp go on and say, oh, he doesn't know our culture and this, that and everything else. Well, 30 nils sounds good enough culture to me. And, um... Well, in fairness to Tony, I don't think it, Tony ever felt it was about Maguire. It was more about the, the, the potential conflict. Um, and, and his unabashed desire to see New Zealander in the role. 
And he's, I guess he's entitled to that opinion. I don't agree no. with that that idea. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a sucker for that old rule of best person for the job, you know. You know. I know like, I'm wearing black. It doesn't sound very black flag waving um, sort of outlook, though, does it, Lyle? But I, I, I don't no. really mind. Who cares? I've, I, you know, I've been asked a lot. Would I care if a foreigner coached the All Blacks? Uh, I would lose zero sleep over it. Uh, I've lost zero sleep over the when Steve Rickson looked after the Black Caps. Uh, best person for the job always is the way I look at things. Oh, look, all right. I, I can understand Tony wants a Kiwi doing it, right? But you get, it's an old saying, fake it till you make it, but you can't fake it till you make it at that level. And whilst one day someone from there may have the ability to do it, until that person presents itself, you stick with what you've got. He's, he's the ultimate professional, and I'm sure he'd uh, help the assistants alongside him, you know, reach that level. But, uh, no, everyone over here is... Just saying to me, what is that lot over there on drugs? And I said, I've I've really got to wonder. It, it's it's mind-boggling the stupidity to me. It um, put it this way: um, if you put a kiwi in charge of the Wallabies and they beat the All Blacks by that, by that, don't worry. The old Wallaby brigade that says it always has to be an Australian, they wouldn't have a problem with the kiwi then. Lyle, love the passion, mate, and hopefully you've dealt with the fact that Australia have probably been, uh, you know, talking ad nauseum about being the best, best one-day cricket side in the world again. Just what we needed, right? Another bloody title to them. Oh, no, mate, I love it. I mean, the Indians fiddled around with the yeah. pitch, so they got what they deserved. So good on the Aussies. And as for Maxwell's, you know, innings when he was really crawling along with cramp, mate, you can't deny the Australian spirit. No, no, and, and their ability to front on the big stage, mate. Um, you know, begrudgingly, you have to give them a lot of praise. Uh, good to chat, Lyle, as always, mate. You, you keep safe up in Queensland. Thanks for joining in and making it very clear how you feel. Uh, very passionate call there from uh, Lyle. We go to James. How you doing, James? Oh, I'm pretty, pretty fired up, to be honest. I don't know what that guy's on. Um, there's a couple of questions I have. Uh New South Wales, how come we haven't heard anything from them? Everyone seems to think that, <laughs> that, that um, it's New Zealand Rugby League's decision for him to take both. I wouldn't think so. Don't you reckon that New South Wales would probably over... You know, uh, you know they would have more of a say than New Zealand Rugby League? He probably gets more from New South Wales than he does from... He's in the rugby league, for starters. So yeah. why haven't we heard anything from them? Everyone seems to think it's, uh, you know, the old boys club, New Zealand rugby league that's made this decision for him. I don't agree. So you you think you, you think it's a, a definite possibility, and you know what? It, it, pro- it, 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 it I, I I'm not ruling it out. I have thought about it too. That New South Wales would be like, no, we want you uh, completely. Um, uh, committed to this. We don't want any other distractions, any other commitments. Uh, we want you to walk away from your job. If that is the case, that completely pivots the the conversation for sure. Um, and you know, clarity from these organisations would be quite nice. And uh, from Maguire himself, uh, it, it would stop us second guessing. Um, how would that make you feel if he's just he's just turned? Because in that way, James, in your scenario, he's just turned his back on New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah, that doesn't bother me because like. Um, he's been here for six years, and I think I saw a stat yesterday. He's won twelve out of eighteen games. Now I I can't remember. Someone might have to correct me here. Did he did he 
out of those 12 games, how many times did we beat Australia? Was it just that once? Just gone. So it's taken them six years to beat Australia. Well, I, I know we got within a couple of points of knocking them out of the semi-finals of a Rugby League World Cup, which is uh, obviously one of the the most important event um, that he's gone to in that time. And most recently, he, he's gone out with quite a show, hasn't he, James? Can, can yeah, I ask well, you this, though? What I, mean, like, I mean, everyone's, everyone's carrying on that he's the bee's knees, but I just want to know how many times did he beat Australia in that 18 out of those 18 tests? I can't remember one, except the one just gone, which I was at. I was grateful that that happened. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not biased to Kempe, but I, I actually agree. I think, what's wrong with getting a Stacey Jones or Nathan Kalis or someone that's been, someone must have been his um, right-hand man for a few years? Surely those guys will have learned something. The playing stocks are pretty deep too, right, James? So you, you would think most people... Uh, can come in and at least keep the the momentum of the, of the last game going. Maybe maybe not to that degree. That's sort of a once in a you know a, a very long time result. But the the playing stocks would have you pretty confident as a passionate league fan um, that you know Maguire leaving. What you're just sort of shrugging your shoulders, going, "No, nah, we'll be all right." Oh, totally. You know, like, but but then again, it might it might be another Australian, another high profile Australian. But you know. Um, you know, Maguire, I didn't actually realise he was there for that long. That's quite a long time. I mean, well, if he was going to stay there, he would have been there for nearly 10 years. Surely we don't need him uh, a coach for that long. So you wish him well. Say thanks for what you've done. We're going to be fine. Yeah, he, go, he helped us get the Pacific Cup. I don't know how many times we've gone for that, but he's, if you could find, if someone could find out how many times he's actually helped us beat Australia, then that, that, you know, if it's been three or four times, then yeah, maybe, but I think that might have only been it, just the one. Uh, I'll try and do that in the ad break for you, James, so uh, stay close to your radio. Thanks for your call, mate. Great to get uh, both sides of uh, the conversation. We are sort of filling in blanks, aren't we? There's not a lot of clarification from a couple of organisations there, other than a, you know, beautifully worded thanks. Thanks for your time. Good luck for the future. Um, and that's that's the problem that that allows you know Junos to interview their keyboards, uh, talkback hosts to constantly bring this top, topic up, invite conversation, and a lot of best guesswork, you would say. Um, certainly not the most tidy departure, Finn. Morning to you. Good morning. How's it going? Good, thanks, mate. I keep turning my back on you. It's not deliberate it's because I, the, the way this desk is uh, organised, and I brought my own laptop because I don't, I don't want to turn the mothership off. <laughs> you got a little space station in front of you there, Daniel. Three screens, maybe even four. Yeah. So, New Zealand head to head against Australia in rugby league. Michael Maguire came in in 2018. If I'm to hurriedly trying to find, uh, well, they won the most recent one. Was he in charge in 2018 when they won 26-24? They won 26-24 in Auckland, didn't they? How do I know this? There's this rugby league website I'm, I'm looking at that tells me. They won 26-24 in 2018, then lost three straight, two by handy margins and one, of course, that you know heartbreaker at Leeds at the 2022 Rugby League World Cup. 
in 2018. So by my math here, it's two wins and three losses to Australia. So it didn't take him six years to get the first win. I uh, hope that answers your question, uh, James. I'm not sure if it would change your thinking. Doubt it would. Um, keep your thoughts coming in. 0800 150811. I'd love to uh, discuss that. What else do we want to uh, chat about? I mentioned uh, the Black Caps uh, test side Tuesday afternoon, 4.30, I think, first ball due to be bowled. The irresistible Ruchin Ravindra, uh, the cricketing world, sort of fell head over heels for his performances at the One Day World Cup. Is it an absolute dead set, no-brainer, that he goes straight into the test side? And if so, where? Let me know. Back with more of your calls after this. Well, you are, but you're not really. You listen to the Saturday session. Daniel McCarty here, no Grant Elliott, uh, he's off ill. I hope you're getting better, Grant. Um, Grant's also off to Bangladesh, uh, so we we won't have him for three hours next Saturday. But I'm damn sure I'm going to call him at a really inappropriately awful time when he's in Bangladesh and uh, make sure he gives us a, a detailed account of the first uh, test match between New Zealand and Bangladesh in seven days' time. You can guarantee that. I probably shouldn't have guaranteed that. You won't have me either next weekend, Daniel. Oh, right, they're all leaving me. <laughs> Where are you going? Australia, on a little, oh, on a little vacay. What for? Just mum and dad, holiday, oh, as you do. Nice. It's nice. Yeah, that really good. Nice. Should be should be nice. For how long? Ten days, mate. So I'll be back for the uh, for, for the next one after that. Well, well, Grant won't be, will he? No. No, he no, won't be. No. So it'll be just you and I again. Yeah. Okay. Where are Damn. you going? To the Sunshine Coast and uh, in Mooloolaba in, uh, in Queensland. Oh, first time you've been there? No, I've been there many times. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a routine spot for me and my family. We okay. go there quite a bit. Okay, so t- tell me your, your key vacation um, list items. What, what do you need to achieve when you're over there? A tan. A tan? Uh, gain four kgs uh, and about uh, an alcohol and lots of potato chips and cheese and crackers. Um, and go swimming as much as you can because it's very hot over there. Yeah, well, make sure you stay floating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope I don't sink. And, and make sure you get the order of those things right. Like, I'd start with the swimming before you do the other two. Yeah, but like, it'll be more fun by no, day 10 no. of gain 4kg. No. I just kind of start sinking it's, it's, it's to the bottom of the waves crash us, over me. It's that sort of attitude, that reason why we have a horrendous sort of uh, relationship with water in this country. <laughs> yeah. I won't go swimming to, I early. Won't, I won't add to the statistic, yeah, I promise. Go, go swimming early. Then, um, well, I'd, I wouldn't recommend potato chips for breakfast. No, I, I don't think I'll be having no. potato chips for breakfast, no. Now the, and what do they drink on the Sunshine Coast? What's, what's the beer of choice? Oh, I'm actually not a beer drinker. Um, Some Mai Tais? Oh, Mai Tais are very good. Pina Coladas? Yeah, yeah. Those are good too. Um, maybe a six on the beach. You know, something like that. That's a drink I show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What is your cocktail of choice? Bro, Purple Rain is really good. If you've ever had one of those before, no. I, the only purple rain I know is, you know, the, the goodness Prince gave us. Um, it's like blue carousel, Malibu, and um, oh my god, that sounds disgusting. Oh mate, it is, it is delicious. Okay, well, well, well sell it to me. What does it taste like? It tastes like a purple rain. Oh. <laughs> blue carousel and Malibu and Malibu. And I, I can't. There's something else they mix it with, and it's just, it's delicious. It is, wow, it is really good. Do you put on Miami Vice, like as if you're like living in 1987. Mal- mm. Malibu just reminds me of the late 80s. Yeah, and you know, aviators on, just kind of kicking up on the beach. You know, feet up. 
Do, know, do no yourself sunblock, a favour. Sizzling in the sun. Pisco sour. Try one of those. Mm. Pisco sour. Mm. Okay, I'll keep it in mind. Mm. Mm. Beautiful stuff. Uh, what's coming up in the next uh, hour or so? Andrew Mulligan's going to join us after the break to talk uh, some basketball. Uh, we will also follow the uh, Ford Trophy, which has started today. Uh, quickly uh, giving you lay of the land. In Christchurch, it's the Wellington Firebirds visiting Canterbury. Wellington have won the toss and have elected to bowl. Uh, the games have just started, like one or two balls in. Uh, the Otago Volts are taking on the Auckland Aces at Queen's Park in Invercargill. We heard Jacob Duffy on with the Brecky crew yesterday. He's uh, looking forward to getting back there. I think they've redeveloped that ground over a number of years. Uh, the Otago Volts um, are batting first after Auckland won the toss and decided to have a bowl. And lastly, it's the all-districts affair. Uh, Northern are taking on Central. Uh, Sax Noble in Nelson. Uh, Northern have won the toss there and have elected to uh, bat. And uh, the Auckland Hearts have won the toss and elected to bowl in the Halliburton-Johnson Shield match. That's round number three. That's been played at uh, Kennards High Community Oval here in Auckland. The Hines sent in after Auckland have won the toss, electing to bowl in that one. Uh, after 11 o'clock with Grant away... Um, we will have a chance to uh, catch up with Neil Wagner. I caught up with him uh, before the team, the Black Caps, uh, ventured off to Bangladesh for the two-match series. So we'll hear from uh, Neil Wagner uh, in our Rosine uh, Talking Cricket segment. Talk Formula One and motorsport after 12 o'clock with the great uh, Bob McMurray. But uh, Andrew Mulligan will be up next. Stay with us. It is now 27 minutes away from 11.